What's going on, guys? My name is Elton Noro, son of the shit, and welcome to episode <laughs> 312 of the Midnight Owl. Friend I am joined bro. today by the cast of That 70s Show, and we're going to sit around at the campfire doing drugs or whatever. That ended up being not in Irish towards the end. Yeah, I don't think any of that was in Irish. It was in some weird robot voice. What's going on guys? My name is Elden Hero and welcome to episode 68 of my weekly podcast, The Midnight Hour. Um, this episode is about a sort of, it's hard to explain and it's a messy episode because I think the concept is a little bit messy, but basically I wanted to discuss the merits of real life bad guys in the role of villains in movies. And they're not all bad guys, we do talk about people who sort of walk the line between good and bad, figures who are divisive, people who are hated and loved. But as I said, it's a relatively messy episode. But we're a weekly podcast now, it's official. If you're a weekly podcast for five weeks, you're an automatically weekly podcast. That's just the way it goes. Anyway, I will not stop promoting the Reddit, the subreddit page for this uh, podcast. It is reddit.com slash or slash midnight hour. It will be linked in the descriptions of both SoundCloud and YouTube. If you're listening on SoundCloud, uh, you can download it for free as long as you are on a computer. Sadly, they don't let you do it on a phone. But you can have it open on your phone and minimize the window, which is the thing that you can't do on YouTube. And I find that really annoying, so that's why the SoundCloud option is there. If you're listening on YouTube, you can click SoundCloud link. It will be in the description, along with the subreddit for the Midnight Hour, along with the Twitter pages of all of the guests on the show. Um, obviously, Moore did the intro, if you don't know by now. I type some gibberish to him, he reads it in what he thinks is my accent, and also, uh, Moore will have a new microphone for the next episode that he's in, so that's really good. Anyway, the song that opens the episode is Wrong Way, One Way by a band called Reviver, that's R-V-I-V-R. They're a very hard band to actually buy the album of, but uh, I'd recommend uh, having a look around and buying the album because it's really good, they're sort of a punk rock band. And I just really like their sound. I think this song is really good. It's probably the best one on the album, but um, it's really cool anyway. And it's literally just the song because I liked it. Anyway, speaking of liking things, I hope you guys like this episode. And if you do, leave a like <laughs> on SoundCloud and YouTube and all of that stuff. I'm so sick of the sound of my own voice now. I hope you're not because you're about to hear like an hour of it. But anyway, enjoy the podcast. <laughs>
power in the verse can stop me. Hello, What's okay. going on, guys? You've done it once. Um, what episode is this? I didn't check. It's 68, Not 312. I think. Welcome to episode 312 of the podcast. I'm joined today by Lou Smore. Hello. And Jack Brown. Alright. And, by popular demand, returning from two weeks ago, it's Aaron, the fan. Hello. And that's how he sounds. He's <laughs> a person, popular not a, not a rotating fan. Really popular demand. I got at least two tweets. There I think was, it was over. There was somewhere between one and three comments. Yeah. The... And one of them was him. And and two, the other two were sent me. by him, so... <laughs> it's ironic right. the only fan he's here is because of my fan, and he is a fan. That's With... not irony, but it is weird. Not true, well, either. I don't, know, I don't know how words work. That's true, yeah. They don't have those in Wizbeach, where Lucemore is from. Lucemore's calling us from an Indian call centre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd say that, because Indian call centers are notoriously high-quality call centers. Yeah. <coughs> Is this not a good no, call? It's no, it's just it's... the way you're t- you're speaking in an Indian accent and you're speaking broken English. I think that's what the joke was about. That's really weird. It's because you're trying to tell me to fix my computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear a, um, a great Oop. anecdote that I have managed to work my life into um over the last week since we last spoke uh, uh well not i mean to be honest no but i mean just tell us anyway it'll be good for the podcast good podcasting i can't um, even sway this now it's two to one even if i go with it but <laughs> don't vote uh, draw a favor <laughs> haven't yeah. done enough podcasts to have a vote yet um okay. on work experience <laughs> yeah aaron is an intern at the midnight hour headquarters so um, yeah, anyway, I work in a retail bank in anti-money laundering, and it's absolutely fine, I'm quite good at it, but it doesn't pay anywhere near enough money to, like, live and stuff. So, I applied for a job in an investment bank, because I used to work for a shareholders registrar, and now work for a retail bank, so I think if you combine the two, like, that makes an investment banker. So, um... This job was for 35 grand a year, so it would be a significant step up for me. And it's also closer to my house, and it's stuff that I'm really good at. And for, like, background information, I'm not arrogant, and, like, I'm barely even confident most of the time, but I'm fucking deadly at job interviews. Like, I will just destroy any job interviewer with knowledge and information, and when they ask tough questions and I don't know what to say, I just tell them I'll destroy ISIS. Because that's what Donald Trump does. But um, I went down to this interview anyway. And they started off. I met the guy from the job agency I applied through. I met the receptionist who knew my name. Um, I met the overall team leader of the four offices. I met him. He knew my name. Um, Went to meet four other senior managers who all introduced themselves to me and knew me by my first name. Uh, Went into the interview. They were like, tell me about yourself. So... Um, there was two people, two women, interviewing me, and they both had my CV in front of them, and I started telling them about my CV from the earliest, like, oh, I went to college in Scotland, worked for a company that owns a major retail chain, all this stuff, all of it, every single thing that I've done up until this point, and that took about 20 minutes, and then they started asking me competency-based questions, like, name a time when you had to compromise as part of a team, or... 
you know, name a time you went above and beyond for a customer, that kind of thing. And I fucking aced all of those questions, and they were delighted with absolutely everything I said. Um, and they kept on saying stuff like, we will give you a call, and you will learn how to do this. Uh, we'll show you how to work on this system, and eventually you'll be moved between two teams. And I was like, all right, this is all sounding very positive. And then, at the very end, they were like, well, thanks very much for coming, and we'll give you a call this afternoon. And I was like, oh, yeah, before I go, um, do you have any reservations about my profile? And they were like, oh, just one thing we'd like to have cleared up. It says here that you are bilingual in four different languages. Uh, what are they? And I was thinking to myself, that's a wild lie to make up on your CV. <laughs> you're probably going to have to prove that at some point. Did you choose one as banter? No, I, I just replied and said, see, <laughs> we, si, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I said, what? Because like, sometimes I apply for jobs in the UK and I, I say on there that I speak Irish fluently because like, yous aren't going to fucking know. Um, and then I was like looking really confused and the woman went, are you Jason? And I was like, no, I'm El De Niro. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. We'll give you a call. And I was like, do you want to see my CV, like, I definitely have the experience in this field, and they're like, oh, it's no problem at all, Sh ushered me out of the room, and I never heard from them again. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so, if you'd stayed with being Jason, they would have called you. Well, they would have called Jason, wouldn't they? They wouldn't have had my phone number. Yeah, but surely what you were saying wasn't what was on the piece of paper anyway. Jason's That's CV, right. Yeah. And at no point did either of the two women interviewing me say, well, that's not on here. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's no way that I went through... Jason literally... went to college in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went through, like... <laughs> he, lived the, he lived the same life as you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Same haircut, same agency, has the exact same address. Fucking weird. But, yeah, so... Um, like, I spoke about my YouTube stuff in that interview. And, like... There's no way that Jason has, even if he has a YouTube channel, he definitely hasn't bullshitted to make it sound as good as my imaginary one is when I'm in interviews. I mean, did they did they look disappointed with the YouTube stuff? No, they, they were fucking delighted. Them. They were like, oh, so you have entrepreneurial spirit. And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm really good at having friends with lots of subscribers. <laughs> yeah, but, you uh, told him about your failed YouTube channel. I said, yeah, that's really promising. Yeah, well, I told him, look, I have 13 million YouTube views, and uh, at one point, I had 35,000 subscribers, so... I've had 33,000 followers five times. Yeah, how many other people can say that? Probably not many in the world, right? So, um, yeah, like, they didn't question it whatsoever, and, like, that's such a fucking spineless thing to do. Like, if, if I were interviewing someone and I noticed even one discrepancy based on what they were saying... Surely you want to see how they react under pressure, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so weird. I, 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 I pressure interviewed... would have been you pretending to be speaking when four different languages. When was the last time you had to compromise on the interviewer holding someone else's CV yeah. in front of them? I, I wanted to call them back and be like, all right, look, I want another interview. And I was, I was really going to do it, and then I just thought, ah, fuck it. Like, do I even want to work for a fucking company that's going to fuck up on that level? Like, I met four senior managers who were all like, ah, El De Niro, we know who you are. Like, and in the interview room, they're like, oh, well, Jason. I don't get how they... Wait, they said your name. And then they said your name, and then at the very end, you said you're not Jason. See, 
I got introduced introduced to four senior managers who led me into the interview room, but they didn't say, "Here's El De Niro." They just said, "Here you," you know what I mean? Like, "Oh, here's where you'll be," and they were like, "Oh, hello." Yeah. Oh, okay. They probably also didn't call you by El De Niro. Well, they did because that's my name. No, they definitely did. Yeah. That's what I have on my CV. Should have been El De Niro. El De Niro, son of a shit. Son of a shit. Yeah, so um, that's yeah. my anecdote, and I guess uh, if that were a movie, the faceless corporation would be... I would be like the guy in the romantic comedy who has just been rejected by every girl. And yeah, like, oh, funny stories. Yeah. So, um... So what's think, the moral of the story? Uh, bitches don't go to job interviews. Yeah, don't ever yeah. try to better yourself. <laughs> because... <laughs> Life will fuck you up, pal. Your expectations should be low, alright? You should be thinking to yourself, well, I'll never get a promotion because job interviews are ridiculous, but, you know, I might eat this bowl of Cheerios and finish the whole lot of them today. I think when if... life gives you lemons, assume they belong to Jason. Yeah, that's right. Yes, so. that's exactly it. Yeah. When life gives you lemons, what? buy that Beyonce album called Lemonade. Because it's very good. And she's the best. And she's the queen of all the women. Queen <laughs> B. She, she, she rules them all like a super villain. Oh. oh. I don't like that he's coming on here and doing <sighs> things like that. Yes. <clears throat> Making the podcast better. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we have laws against that in this country. Yeah. So, um... Has anyone done an ounce of research into our topic today? <laughs> I mean, sort of. All right, look, I, I just talked okay. for like ten minutes. The straight. intern so, clearly has. Yeah, let's give. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna look at what tabs I've kept open. Oh, look, you don't have to play it off like you're not really happy to be here. I mean, like obviously, when this episode is done, we will discontinue this relationship and never talk again. But I think that while you're here, you should at least act like you are also the host of the show. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> you start showing some fucking respect, boy. <laughs> Jack Brown will get his boys after you. I've got binders full of boys who will sort you right out. <laughs> I think Jack Brown is kind of like a villain of real life. Yeah, I think in this podcast, podcast, like... I, I, I'm like Luke Skywalker, like the protagonist, and Lucemore is like Han Solo, who should be the yeah. protagonist because he's that little bit funnier and more interesting and like more charming. But ultimately, Luke has the stronger backstory, which I have as like the guy who made the podcast. And Jack Brown is a little bit like Chewbacca, like he's, he's like, you know, he's mostly comedic relief. But when you need him to do something, he'll fucking do it. Like. You need a big call or a big decision or a big quote or comment. Jack Brown's there. And then Aaron is like... You're welcome. One I'm a child from the first one that retired at the age of nine. No, nah, you're one of those animals that they add in in CGI for like the 30th. Uh, like, you know, Wookie. you've got like no backstory or anything like that. There's a little just, bush Wookiee. A little Jawa that was added in in post-production. Is it a uh, Wookiee? Yeah, could, you're a no, Wookie. an Ewok. Yeah, one of Ewok. the Ewoks in the forest, There's actually. a little bushy Ewok, yeah. Yeah, that would work too, because uh, you have to develop your own backstory, um, and that is your... Uh... Prove, prove yourself as a strong, independent woman. Yeah. 
<laughs> like Beyonce. Yeah. Which takes mm-hmm. me back to the topic of today's episode. Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> Real life Beyonce's. <laughs> if only we had one of those for reference. <laughs> anyway, for real, Aaron, give us one of your villains and justify. Uh, wait, shit, in I'm your own words. Pressure's that, on here. What have I? What have I? Step oh yeah, up. so uh, you said do it on people you hate. So I couldn't think of any, and I googled people I hate. Okay, this is a more um, interesting topic right here. Why don't you hate anyone? What's but, wrong with no, you? It's just you. You said it, and then I did it on the like whenever it was that you said I it. Hate so I couldn't think of anything like, straight away. I hate 99% of the people I come across. Yeah, I hate, I hate all, like, all the people they're, they're I don't come across. Most of them aren't going to like make interesting points to talk about, them, are they? I hate 99% of the people in this call. <laughs> wow. There's a lot more people in this call than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the 1%? Yeah. Um, Who is the 1%? So you don't hate anyone? I probably do. How do you not know this just, about yourself? No, this is just more interesting. We can't tell you whether you hate someone. Yeah. <laughs> How on the fence do you need to be? Come down. Give us an opinion on something. Commit to something. Jump to our level. I'll, I'm, I'm going to do this first. Right? <laughs> the first thing that came up was top 10 most hated people. Okay. Uh-huh. Adolf Hitler was number two. That's higher. Number two? Yeah, that is <laughs> higher. <laughs> <boring. laughs> um, I'm just going to scroll down before. I think I'll get a number one spot. He's really after. The, yeah, he's uh, guided, number three. It'd be cool Joseph in his Stalin, number four. Number one was Justin Bieber. Oh, for well, no. Crying out loud. No. That, that, no. <laughs> What's the date on that list? I bet you it's like 2000. Well. What, what's the date on the list? I think it just gets updated regularly, but... I don't I think that's true, because Justin Bieber is definitely... Rankings. Like a... Power rankings of hate. Power rankings of hate. <laughs> this is what the this is what the episode title should be. Power rankings of hate. Hitler's still two. Still clinging on. Still two. Yeah. What still can Hitler do at this point to overtake Justin Bieber? Do you think? Not a lot. Yeah. He's got like reviews about them as well. So it's like you can't uh, wait. You can't wait up. Bring out three or four shit songs and kill six million Jews. Yeah. Neck and neck, as far as I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And like and like Justin Bieber's like shit songs to good songs ratio is like shady as well because like he does have bad songs that's not in doubt but he's got at least like six good songs right now. I can't even see yeah. I can't even see Hitler as a real life villain. Um, it's past the point of being a real life villain, isn't he? Oh, okay. He's not. He's yeah, not he's bad been enough. Dead way too long. I'm struggling to see how you're gonna justify that. But yeah, they've got like shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying he was he was on something actually. There's comments on it, so it's like, more people have committed suicide since his rise to fame. Um, <sighs> this, the whole credibility what, of this to one. Do, to do with Justin Bieber, or just in the world? In the world, but they attributed it to Justin Bieber. <laughs> no. Lucimore, that oh, question God. makes no sense. Because nobody to knew me. him before he was famous, so they're not going to commit suicide because of him. <laughs> <laughs> just now he's famous. Well, commit. that's not quantifiable, really. I mean... <laughs> You could have a person that just feels really depressed and they don't know why. Like, we science can't say definitively that that is not because of Justin Bieber, can they? Uh, exactly. Let me just Google the science. Oh, get off Google. <laughs> Fucking cheat. Stop Googling me. I'd love to see him actually say, the science. <laughs> the science. Define. The science. <laughs> Stop yeah. cheating. 
I failed science anyway. Um, Me too. No, I didn't actually. I got a D. I got a D. A D is a pass. It is now. You gotta get C's. No, you failed. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, did I get a C? It was like a year ago. You should know. I got a C. No, it was this summer. Just oh gone. My God. You definitely should know. <laughs> oh, you are the worst so podcast. So we have fast biology. That was it. I failed the other two. Well, biology is a science. Oh. One out of three is not bad. That's what Meatloaf didn't say. Um, yeah. So close, mate. I'd like. love it if Meatloaf made a follow-up song that was like, one out of three is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should be sad. But, um... Right, so, uh... <laughs> so, I guess we're just gonna fucking talk about Donald Trump then, aren't we? That's pretty much the only avenue we have left to explore here in this catastrophe. He's not on the top ten, so I'm not sure we can. And you said it was not updated regularly. Ranking. What do you think updated yeah. regularly means? Well, surely, well surely it said, like, stuff about... A couple of months ago, it's it's in about like August 2016 on the Justin Bieber one. So August, but he like Obama's this... five. Oh, someone I've never heard what? of six. Kanye seven. Okay, this list has no Kim credibility. Eight. Oh my god. <laughs> Who is eight? Kim Kardashian. Gal. Yeah. Miley Cyrus nine. George W. Bush ten. Jesus oh Christ. What kind of background? Whoever made that list is absolutely a Republican. I can absolutely. 100% guarantee that. Or this anti-beaver. <laughs> it's like, it gets confused about what sort of list it is every the, fucking time yeah, he adds one on. Anybody who's like, yeah, in the top 10 worst people ever alive in the history of the planet, definitely Obama and Kim Kardashian are on there. If you have that as your viewpoint, you are absolutely a Republican conservative. Like, I I don't think that that's disingenuous or, like, that I'm taking a big leap to say that. Like, fucking... there's, more than, there's more than just Donald Trump around there, isn't there? Yeah, so, I mean, Vladimir Putin. Who's a, who's a terrible person, yeah. So, the way I was thinking... Surely of... that, surely like, that, um, that Martin Screedy. Who? You know, the, the, uh, the guy who raised the price of all them. I thought you were trying to right. say Martin Screedy. Is it Screedy? What did you say? I thought it was Screedy. Oh, right. I, I thought, thought you said uh, really. Yeah, he's on my list as well, interestingly. Um, I don't know why I said as well. You don't have a list, but, um... The <laughs> no, way no, I... Yeah. The way I, I the way I was thinking of approaching this topic was to think of the different genres of movie that there are and the different types of villains that exist in those movies. So like Martin Shkreli would absolutely be the villain of a sort of an independent drama movie where the protagonist is like probably a female because they tend to be in like the lower budget movies and she like really needs a drug to survive. But the evil, faceless... Uh, actually, he would look better if he were faceless villain. Evil, faceless, yeah. Yeah, Martin Shkreli is like... Yeah, um, I'm going to buy all the Wu-Tang albums and I'm going to create a presence for myself on the internet where I say absolutely insane things and I'm also going to raise the price of drugs and completely be smug and irritating and obnoxious about it. And that's pretty much him. And somehow he wasn't on that... Power ranking of hate. Yeah, because the person who made it is delighted. Because the person who made it loves AIDS. Doesn't have the illness that needs them drugs. They think that AIDS Yeah, but I just think the person who made that list is clearly like not that educated. They've yeah, just gone like, oh. Aaron, it was the name Hitler. <laughs> I can confirm I had no part in making this list. 
Good. Yeah, but that's what someone who did have a part in making the list would say. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they'd be quite proud, though. No, like, it's made it onto the Midnight Hour podcast. That <laughs> is a good podcast. I've definitely heard of it before. But, uh, yeah, so this guy raised the price of uh, Tyola from $1.50 to $30 per, bi- ter- per pill. And people have to take 10 to 15 pills of it a day. So someone was previously spending, like, 11 no. Uh, $15 on the pill is now having to spend like $350 on it. This is a scumbag. It is a scumbag thing to do. Um, And what makes him even more applicable to like an independent drama or like a low budget movie is that like he's not a faceless corporation or anything like that. Like, he's a guy yeah. on the internet who's just actively bragging about what he's doing. Like, if it's a faceless corporation, you're just sort of left with the delusion that, like, well, that's the way of the world. And if you asked anyone about it, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, the market, inflation. He's just like, yeah, I'm a baller and uh, I'm making all this money. Yeah, guys, I'm a businessman. I do it for money. Yeah, yeah. So he, like, I think if we were to have some kind of list that is good, and not like the one that Aaron got. Um, I'd put him at number 10, possibly, at, in in terms of villains that are alive. Um, yeah, but then you got to think of Nile Moore. Well, how well, that he, <laughs> how well he suits the movie, though, is like, I could see that happening. And at the very end, she confronts him, and he just doesn't care or learn from it at all, because he has no conscience, clearly, and he's a psychopath, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bad dude. Cool. That's quite the input. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we cannot all... disagree. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, one. people are like, why isn't this podcast up every week? Like, do you see what I'm fucking dealing with? <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so no one else is anything to add on him now. No, I, um... I did my work. <laughs> How could he redeem himself? There's, there's a question. I don't think you can now. Now that he's one of these people who is like, he's almost become an internet personality now. Yeah, he's like, synonymous with like, I mean, he could like kill himself, I guess, and then like, that'd be it. But like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, himself by killing himself. That's not a redeeming feature. Yes, it is. If you like rid yourself from the world, just people are like, yeah, that's probably the right thing to do, you know? Just not a good dude. You had time to research ISIS philosophies, but not, like, the actual podcast. (laughs) Aaron was a burial. I didn't research that, I just (laughs) share the same things. He's got to fit in time to cook chicken as well. (laughs) Yeah. Takes 45 minutes to cook chicken. I cannot believe you're you're a fucking villain of this podcast, Lewis Moore, in all you honesty. Are. Aaron, tell us about your experience so far uh, in your understanding that you were going to be a guest on this episode and how long of a span, in terms of weeks, that it I'm, took. I'm going to go on my DMs quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd have to research everything. Every day I'd be like, yeah, all right, uh, we're recording tonight. And then Lewis Moore, like last minute, is like, oh, I've contracted AIDS again. Would you believe it? <laughs> yeah, I think last one of the weeks it was Jack. To be fair, that like it wasn't twice last week. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, it did. 
It's never me. Tuesday and yeah, last was... week it was Jack. It was last week it was you because you said something about your computer wasn't working. Yeah, but I said it after you. You said, said it after, after, yeah, and he was still cunt. prepared to do it over the phone. Fucking do one, prick. <laughs> <laughs> well, then fine, I'll take the blame. Whatever. <laughs> you so... take that. You, you take that L and you walk away, mate. Thanks. I'm taking that to the bank. I didn't mean I you. I meant L was in lieu of loss. Oh. Uh, I thought you meant take that as in you can take comfort in the fact that Lusmore has admitted that he is bad. That's what I thought he was I'm, saying, I'm, that there was I only just, one way to redeem resent, himself. I just resent his lies. Interestingly, the L in El Niro doesn't stand for a loss. It does stand for loser, though. It does have an E in front of it. That's not... That's. Uh, I think Martin Shkreli is <laughs> terrible uh, because he bought that Wu-Tang Clan album, uh, of which there was only one copy made, and he bought it for $2 million dollars and he doesn't even like rap music, even though he pretends that he does. And when Kanye was releasing The Life of Pablo in February, he fucking tweeted like, uh, Kanye, I will offer you $10 million for your album if you don't release it. And then he tweeted all this shit like, oh, well, under, under contract law, he's legally required to take that to his investors and his label, so that's actually going to delay the release of this album. And like... He's, he's that sort of person. That, that, but like that straight up did not happen. <laughs> like the album came out like an hour later, and Martin Shkreli was like, "Oh well." And then he continued to change it for two and a half months. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, that's strange. I've still, I've still got the original one on my phone. Yeah, I got, I got it. Um, I don't know what version I've got. It's I the original it one. The latest one. I bought it from a Portlanders website, um, which they shut down like the day after. So I, I think I've got like. One of the only versions of like that version of it. I think you're the same one as me. Cause we're I don't think mine's that. like a real version. It's got Chance the Rapper on Waves. Uh... No, okay, this is this is fake. Chance yeah. the Rapper does have. There's a remix. There's of... a version of it. Yeah, that's yeah. the version I've got, and I don't think that was ever released properly. Uh, probably not. No, but he. I think Chance actually wrote on that track. And yeah, that one other. He uh, told Kanye. He's, to... he's still on Ultralight Beam, and then there was, he was on one other as well. Well, Ultralight Kanye, Beam. Kanye West isn't a uh, isn't a villain. Do you not think? No, not at all. Right, I think if you were making, he could be depending yeah. on how it's done. Yeah, if he's you... got power over so many people. If you think about it, but uh, not even a villain in that sense. But like, have you seen the movie Get Him to the Greek? No. It's not very good at all, but it's sort of a comedy set around a record label, and P. Diddy is in it, and he's phenomenal in it. But um, it's very wacky and all over the place, and there's no real villain in it per se, but like P. Diddy does like push a lot of people around in it, and he's an important like label exec. And I could see that, like I could see there being a movie, a comedy about a record label where Kanye is there and just everyone has to adhere to his outrageous demands. Like, oh, guys, Kanye is recording in the studio. We need to have 117 bottles of this specific type of red champagne that costs... But that's not being villain. That's just being egotistical. That's just being Kanye. Yeah, but, like, that's a villainous trait if we're talking about in a movie, which was what I was... But I think a villain has to do something that hurts people that... Yeah, I was thinking more like mind control with like you've already seen how he's What the fuck are you talking about? He's he's changed his album like after it's come out more you, than anyone else yeah, has ever because done. Because it wasn't ready. It you, wasn't no, ready. hold on. How do you leap from that to mind control? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> there? 
who else is gonna do shit like that? A fucking mind control shit. I'm so unprepared for this. I still don't get <laughs> how that constitutes. What do you evening. think mind control means? The power to control someone's mind. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, he knows what mind control is, I just don't think he's applying it here. That's not the correct application of the term. Right. Right. I don't think someone changing their album in real time specifically constitutes mind control. No, but it, it's a film. It's not got to make proper, like, real-world sense. Okay. So in the movie, what, he goes back and adds messages into his album? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, someone should give you a, um, <coughs> a a blank page and say, write me a screenplay. A noose. And $60 million. <laughs> right, there's been too much fucking suggestive suicide references here in this episode so far. Not enough actual well, this is what This is what I signed up for. <laughs> Usually yeah, we yeah. limit that to one per episode. <laughs> Kodia West is, uh, is not a rhythm. Okay. I, th- I think if you can, you can make a claim that he is. I think of it. I mean, if you're gonna make a claim that Donald Trump being an egotistical, like megalomaniac, is like the ultimate villain, like do- like Kanye West makes has the same traits. Like he's not on the same level if he wants to be fucking president, but he probably does want to be fucking uh, president. I'm you know, not he, sure like, he's that level. Kanye. What do you mean? Not sure what? I don't think he's like. I don't ever want to see Aaron's fucking internet history. I don't think he's misogyn... Well, I can't really... He's a rapper. <laughs> I suppose I can't yeah. say. I've actually... As soon as I was saying that, I could just hear some of his lyrics. Like, there's a, on that track, Runaway, he goes, uh, found pictures in my email. I sent this bitch a picture of my dick. My and then he goes, I don't know what it is with females, but I'm not too good at that shit. Like, how about you don't send them pictures of your dick? I was just... Yeah. The tab I had open about Kanye was the original version of Famous getting leaked. Oh, yeah. The original lyrics that were even worse. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Which one was that? Taylor Swift will have sex with me. That was the correct lyric. Oh, that's, um, the, yeah, that's one I've got. Yeah, that's on the, the main one as well. No, but he changed the lyrics loads. It was like, that's the other one Chance was originally on. Uh, so it came out as I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that I made bitch, bitch famous? Originally, it was yeah. I feel like Taylor Swift still owe me sex. Oh well, yeah. And then bad. a bit later on, it had I feel like Amber Rose still owe me sex. Why I made that bitch famous? That's true. Not really, but somewhat famous. <clears throat> he yeah, did, he did make her famous. He did make Amber Rose famous. Somewhat famous. Um. But the the Taylor Swift thing is actually a perfect segue into Taylor Swift being a villain because she's gone from hero to villain real quick. It's like in The Dark Knight Rises when that woman turns out to be Bane's fucking daughter or whatever it is. Um, That's not what it is, but it's some loose (laughs) trend like that. But uh, yeah, Taylor Swift's turn from, like, you know, everyone's favorite pop star to, like, well, she's definitely a bitch. When, um, yeah. yeah, so uh, Kim Kardashian, who is absolutely a hero uh, or a heroine, uh, released the footage of Kanye asking Taylor 
if he could use that lyric and her being like oh yeah and that's so cool that you'd ask me and him being like yeah well like we're friends and like i definitely owe you that and like i really appreciate the fact that you've said it's okay because like i think it's you know it's funny and stuff and she's like yeah it is really funny i think it's a great lyric like i mean everyone knows that it's it's coming from a rap perspective and that you don't actually mean it and stuff like that and then it comes out and she's like this is disgusting this is the worst and like you just have lost that moral high ground because you don't get to the outrage by something that you fucking allowed, explicitly allowed to happen. Leave my Tate alone. Why do you like her? Like, we're the Katy Perry fan club. We hate Taylor Swift now, pal. Don't you know Uh, how tribalism works? If this was a... that weird chart graphing that has, like, circles attaching, I'm right in the middle. Are you trying to say a Venn diagram? Venn diagram? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I am firmly in the middle of that. Really? Uh, no. Um, I, I'd say maybe I was, but then uh, Kim Kardashian coming out and bodying Taylor Swift absolutely threw me straight back into Katy Perry town, and it's a I great really, place to be. Did you release a video on YouTube of me just crying? So leave Taylor Swift alone. <laughs> but it was, it'll have her name in it, so she'll probably have you sued. Oh. She wouldn't do that to her biggest fan. <laughs> she fucking has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah. poor Taylor Swift. Yeah, She's it, not good enough, is She fucking is, mate. You're a villain of... Uh, Opinions. <laughs> uh, give us your justification for Kanye not being a villain. Uh, Kanye? Yeah. Because he doesn't do anything which, like... He doesn't affect people for the worst. For the worst. He yeah, doesn't make true. anyone's lives worse. The people who are really mad at him are like... Going out of their way to be mad at him. Yeah, they listen to his music if they don't like it. They search his name on Twitter and shit to find stupid shit that he's done. Like, none none of the stuff he does actually affects anyone. Yeah, and most of the things that people get really mad at him for saying are things that were taken out of context as well. Like, he says so many actually ridiculous things that people don't even bother pulling him up on. But then he'll say something like... Uh, I remember George one time, Bush does not care about black people. That is a fact, though. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite videos ever in the world. But uh, he wasn't wrong when he said that. Yeah. But yeah, he's that's not... why he's number ten on the most hated people. Because C- whoever made that is literally. Kanye was above him. That didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That whole list didn't make sense. Yeah, let's leave the list. Let's leave yeah, close the tab. I've closed it down already. Okay. Close uh, the laptop. L- Lewis Moore, give us a villain. You're good at this stuff, and you haven't said anything for a while. <coughs> um, he's a villain. Well, you're ready for this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll do my homework. How about oh, Russell Crowe uh, kicking uh, oh, yeah. Azalea Banks out of his hotel room? <laughs> let's not let's not call Russell Crowe a villain. I think. You know, he's just, he's the hero we all need. Um, he's never hurt anybody, <laughs> except that time he beat people up and threw a phone at someone. But he, that's only because they deserved it. Like, he didn't, you know. Um, also, he was in Gladiator, so that counts, <laughs> okay. tw- that counts twice. <laughs> against him. He's not a villain. Against so he yeah. can never be a villain in real life. Yeah, it's true. Like, Donald Trump has never been in Gladiator, that's why he's a villain. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I, I mean, what, so he kicked Azalea Banks out of a party, so like he, she probably deserved it. Like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm camp, I'm camp, I'm camp. Russell Crowe. She's she's <clears throat> marching head first into fucking villain. I don't know who marches head first. That's not a thing that's possible to do. She'll be bored, bored in two months. She's heading for a Britney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. you were saying I bored. I thought you were saying the word bored. No, I did um, in the first place, but I then changed it to bored. Okay. I meant bored. I just said bored. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> gone a bit mad, isn't she? Yeah. Poor Azalea Banks. Poor little white kid. Damn. You you were thinking of Iggy Azalea here, aren't you? That's not correct. <laughs> Who's thinking of Iggy Azalea? Jack. He just said poor little white kid. Yeah, Azalea Banks is not white. What? I don't know who I'm talking about. This is the worst podcast. Sorry. <laughs> it happens every week. This is the worst one. <laughs> How does this keep getting worse? <laughs> when you pick what bottom? And, and like, I picked like the easiest topic that you didn't even have to do any fucking research on. It's literally just name a person that you hate. And you're all just like... Uh, and fucking one guy had to Google people that he hates. He Googled everything. He's you Googling Google. to make sure that you that's true. You can't Google who do I hate. Lose more, just pick a just pick a person that you hate and talk about them. I don't I mean Aaron has a point insofar as I don't care enough about like world politics really to hate like the guy in charge of Syria. Do you know what I mean? Like he's obviously quite a bad villain. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, but he's not like a movie villain because Yeah, exactly. Like he would be like he's so unrealistically bad that he Yeah, he doesn't tick the boxes of like what and like villains have to do certain things like uh like Vladimir Putin is a great example of one because like like sophisticated white villains who are rich <clears throat> always Like have... yeah, D- Donald Trump ticks all the boxes of villain, but like a guy who like has a Hitler mustache and kills his own people? He's like too villainy, you know. It's not. If that's wouldn't thing. make for a good film. You know I mean? Well, Donald Trump is too yeah, villainy. Exactly. Like Donald Trump would be a villain in like a satirical movie or a parody movie, whereas Vladimir Putin would legit be a Bond <clears throat> villain. Because like, like, what was that shit one about North Korea? What? Uh, about Kim Jong Un and shit. What that he uh, that he murdered so... his uncle or something. No, the film that never got the cinematic release. Oh, the, oh, the interview. interview. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that for Donald Trump. That was a terrible film, though. Well, yeah, obviously, it's James Franco and Seth Rogen. Yeah. The two fucking worst things happening to cinema right now. But, um, yeah, that would be, like, along the lines of... Like, something goofy and wacky where the... the even the villain is wacky and stupid, but the heroes are too stupid to do anything about it. Whereas, like, Hillary Clinton is, like, the villain of, like, a dystopian fiction movie, I guess. Because everyone hates her. And yet she's... Yeah, it's a weird... Because of... She's too political. Do you know what I mean? She, everyone hates her because she's involved... Because it's an angsty thing against politics. Like, most people now are against politics, so they've turned to Donald Trump and, like... He's, like, a cartoonish guy who has, like, weird, like... He's yeah, not a politician, like but he might become president. Like, yeah, but they've t- like in Batman, like they say, they've turned to a guy they truly don't understand because of Batman. Essentially, they've kind of done that to Donald, like because they're so anti. Like she was married to the president, and she 
is in like she was Secretary of State for like ten years. Like she's been involved in politics, so they turned to Donald Trump in like a he looks like a fucking clown. Let's just go the opposite way, <laughs> you know. So, but, but like, but, go on, Jack. It's generally quite scary that the two choices for president are fucking like no one like obviously Trump should not be fucking president. But then, and he went, yeah. me, but then Hillary Clinton should be nowhere near the fucking presidency either. Why do you say that out of interest? I've read enough. What have you read? I mean, all this shit, like, I know, obviously, Trump goes on about emails and that, but she, I reckon she's got so much dirt but, around her. But, like, none of <clears> it was <throat> released in the emails, and the FBI cleared her of any wrongdoing there. I think, I think like, you can, you can find... Like dubious things about her, like the worst, like the the Benghazi shit. Like it's but probably she had, she any of it. Nothing to do with Benghazi, though. She wasn't second. Right, no, no, but I'm saying, but by 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 proxy, almost by being a person at that center of that thing, even if she didn't have anything to do with it, that's raised concerns for people. But in any other in any other election, she she wouldn't be anywhere near. The only reason she is, I guess, is because Donald Trump is the opposing person but I mean, it, I mean, just, it, she's done nothing wrong arguably because they cleared her of everything but it's a total loss for the republicans this election like they yeah, can't because they really could have they've got someone but like hillary's not that but then again left. with the republicans the rest of them that were up for it weren't any fucking good either i i think in another world like hillary could be running for the gop seat like she is not that liberal like in a lot of ways like in fact lots of liberals disagree with like a lot of her policies and stuff but i just like i i don't really follow american politics that deeply um like i really just have like a sort of a passing interest in it because america's batshit insane to me as a as an outsider from a neutral country but i don't understand why people say stuff like trump is the less or hillary's just the lesser of two evils or like well Hillary's bad, Trump is just worse. Like, I don't get what it is about Hillary that has everyone sort of under the impression that she is definitively not good. Like, what she's is, like... like I, I she's not... Get... No, she's not definitive. Like, she, people are just against politics in America right now. I think globally there's, like, an anti-politics stance just because people are, like... Like, Brexit, obviously. Like, people just... I so, like, fuck you towards politics. So if we just randomly voted out of Europe because we were like, yeah... Poland. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree with that assessment too. I think and that's it's absolutely scary right. Thing. The fact that we managed to, as a country, vote for Brexit, like there's no saying that America can't won't vote for Donald yeah, Trump. Exactly. They, they more than likely, you know, there's a you know, there's a fifty fifty. That fucking country is split essentially, like down the middle. So I mean, there's a good chance that he will, but nah, he'll um, crush yeah, him. there's nothing. Hillary should win it. Think, she'll but... she'll crush him. She's crushing him yeah. in all opinion polls. And she's never been popular, as I just said. Like, everyone has hated her for a yeah, long time. Yeah, that's true. And, like, I don't understand why... Like, I, I cannot think of a more... And this is honest to God, I cannot think of a more appropriate candidate for presidency than Hillary Clinton. Like, she's been prepped for this role for the last, like, 15 years. Like, I think that always cracks me up about American politics. You get someone like Obama who, like, when it came down to, like the debates between her and Hillary, he fucking trashes her and slags her off. And then it comes to, like, two years later, four years later, it's like, yeah, I'm endorsing Hillary because uh, she's the woman that should well, take the country forward. It? Yeah, no, but... Yeah, it, it, it just it, 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 it
Well, like, who else is he going to endorse? It's a two-party yeah. system, and he's definitely not But that's gonna... that's why it looks a broken system, like the thing Jack is just saying, but that's why people are so fed up with politics, because it is so backhanded, and so, like, people just, they see that, what Jack just said, and be like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. These two people are just at each other's throats. They don't agree with each other, and now he's like, uh, she's the best person for the job. You don't think that, clearly. You're just saying that. So people are, like, anti... Like, she is the best person for the job, no matter what you say, but like she is. it's just people are just anti that whole thing. She's been in politics twenty five years. She was married to like maybe ultimately you know she's if she wasn't married to Bill Clinton maybe she would be better off. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like, imagine I imagine over there a lot of the hate comes from Bill Clinton. Yeah, I yeah. wonder because there's, there's a lot of Republicans like, who just don't like Bill Clinton. I, I've been know, trying so. to think like what. Like, why, why do people have this reservation about her that no one can explain? Like, everyone is like, oh, the emails and oh, Ben guys. Like, she's been cleared of wrongdoing in both of those things. So, like, it, it's not that. So there's obviously something. I don't think it's that she's a woman either. And, like, no. I say that. I, as, think, I think maybe maybe they think she's weak for, for, for being, being cheated with on. Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. Being cheated on, yeah, yeah. I think people are mad that she stayed with Bill Clinton and stuff like that. Maybe they think that she yeah. did that for her own, like, sort of, you know, to game the system and to... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a case of, like, she, at the time, she was saying, like, I'll forgive you and I'll save you, but for the rest of my life... I'm going to make it my own to be the president, and you've got to support me, and it, it ever happens. Yeah, but like, how Probably. likely yeah. is that? As a... Probably pretty likely. I wouldn't say Sounds so. like blackmail, but... I, I... Didn't, that happen... Didn't that happen in House of Cards? Well, then. Yes. But then, you know... Yeah, I think that's probably what I'm getting the idea from. <laughs> but that, then that's based off something. They have they took that from some real-life occurrence, I would imagine, but... um. Yeah. I don't know, I, I just think... I think Trump is... Like, he's a cartoonish... Like, he's, like, the Lex Luthor of real life, isn't he? Like, a mad billionaire who wants to rule the world. Yeah. He's just power mad. perfect image of a villain. Because he's a yeah. fucking billionaire who just spent his money to fuck people over and shit like that. He has his like, name. He's literally spent his money to... He's literally spent money to fuck people. Fuck people over, fuck... Like, fake people. Just fuck everything. Like, he's just a... He's just a fucking idiot. That's what he is. Ha- hasn't yeah. paid taxes since, like, 1995. Like... Yeah, he's a billionaire about... and he hasn't paid taxes. Like he has his and... name embedded in solid gold on his building. There's some yeah. stuff I quite like, but some of the stuff he just comes out with, like it just makes me laugh. Like when uh, Hillary said saying, "Oh, thank God, he's not in charge of a legal system. He's doing a fucking televised debate to probably yeah. thirty, forty million people." He goes, "Yeah, you'd be in jail." A hundred million people. Yeah. And he said you'd be in jail. No. Candidate. No, no, no joke. No candidate <laughs> has ever threatened something like that against another political <laughs> send, candidate. Yeah, send one of the well, I thought that must have been fake. In the I West, like, there's no way he's actually done that. Like in the Western world, people don't do that. Like that's what that's literally what Vladimir Putin does, and he actually does jail his like the people who go up against him. Like it's happened numerous times in Russia. Things that can be explained away, you know, like, oh, well, actually, he did these crimes. But, like, obviously, Putin was like, fuck him. Because, like, yeah, but, like, legitimately, Hillary could do the same to him. Like, he hasn't paid his fucking taxes for, like, 20 years. So yeah, but I he, mean, he should be for. No yeah, rich person. Like, part. Amazon don't pay it. Vodafone don't pay taxes. David Cameron. Probably. Oh, yeah, there, there are, yeah, clearly there are loopholes. Like, you know, there's obviously. For, yeah, there are, but, you know, I mean. 
but I think he's the point of him is saying that he was gonna. That's what he's gonna stop. Like he's in a position where he could stop people doing that. I guess. Yeah, it was one of the first things that he said when he decided he was gonna promote his book and pretend to run for president before shit got real. He was like, yeah, rich people are going to pay way more taxes and stuff. And that, then they're like, publish your tax returns. He's like, yeah, I will, if Hillary does. And then Hillary was like, all right, here you go. And then people were like, so she's done it, now publish yours. And he was like, ah, nah. people don't want to see mine. <laughs> I can't do that, nah. That was a rhetorical question. So, Donald, have you paid taxes in this country? No, that's why I don't pay taxes. I'm being smart with my money. So you've just said you don't pay taxes. I never said that. Donald, you said it 40 seconds ago. No, I didn't. It's like the worst thing is, is that Hillary's being held to a much higher standard than he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the that's thing, a scary yeah. thing. Yeah, that's completely true. Like, Nothing... she, she yeah, I think, I think honestly, if she would said half of the things he'd said, she would have dropped out by now out of like pressure by the Democratic Party. But there's no, I don't think there's any pressure really from the Republican Party to have him step down. Really, it like maybe there is a little bit, but he can do what he wants. It took such a long amount of time for even like one Republican like a uh, congressman or, or politician at all to just be like what the fuck are we doing lads like i think it was what? john mccain john mccain recently was like i'm not gonna vote for him but also i'm not gonna vote for hillary like he's just abstaining from voting I think. yeah and, and trump was like oh well i prefer it when my war heroes don't get captured like dude like fuck yeah. you man like honestly yeah. it's a, it, it's so interesting seeing the dynamic between trump and vladimir putin because it's like Vladimir Putin is like a, an actual legit James Bond villain, and Trump is like a, a villain from like a joke movie. And it's like seeing them in real life is like seeing two movies overlap into one ridiculous universe where like yeah, it, it's like the spoof movie combines with the real movie. It's yeah. it's like realizing that the spoof movie is actually real life, and it's about yeah. to get serious. And this is what happens when you take comedy too seriously. Or so I don't, there's some weird message in there somewhere. But, like, the fact yeah. that Vladimir Putin has, like, legitimately recruited Donald Trump as a Russian agent. And, like, Trump <laughs> just doesn't even know that that's what's happening. It's happening, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like, in intelligence terms, in terms of spies and stuff like that, that's absolutely what's happening. Like, they, they've they recruited Trump. Like, they've turned him. Like, he he doesn't yeah. know it, but he has... As got... soon as he's sworn into president and he puts his, like, fucking hand on that Bible, like, something will fucking click in his mind and he'll say, like, blush the bully the bully shit. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck. And then will like, everyone will lose their shit. <laughs> I must give him the nuclear launch codes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's... Oh, man, it's absolutely insane. Him and uh, Pence, both of them just being like, well, Vladimir Putin is a strong leader. Like... Yeah, the way he does things is... And then uh, uh, then they'll turn around and just be like, oh, well, Russia can go fuck themselves. I'll nuke them if I have to and stuff. Like, yeah. Geez. Yeah, how is he able to say this shit? Yeah, it's I don't know. I saw this. Um, I saw this tweet there yesterday from this bloke who... He was a black guy, and he said um, in a statement, there will be riots at the Republican convention, right? That's all he said. Um, like it could be a speculative thing it could be a threat more than likely it's just speculation though right it's someone saying oh if this happens there'll be this consequence it's a you know it's just a comment on what he it's like the wrestling thing if John Cena wins we riot that sort of thing yeah yeah, exactly right but he just said there will be riots and the FBI visited his house right they took it that seriously and then there was video footage in his tweet of a white guy at a Trump rally 
saying he will do whatever he can to get Hillary out of power if she gets in. And the the interviewer was pressing him like on what he means. And he was like, well, if they need me to be a patriot, I'll do anything for my country to get her out. And the guy was like, is that a yeah. threat? And he was like, take it however you want. If I have to be a patriot, I will. Like, can you imagine Too a soft. black guy saying that about Trump and not being in jail right now? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's probably like all the stuff that gets said at all the uh, all these rallies and stuff like that, and like he was telling the people to beat up that bloke who was kicking off and yeah. stuff like that. But like, it's like the way how you were is saying, he able to do that? You saying that Hillary gets held to a higher standard? It's it's almost like when I was saying that like Putin is like a serious villain from a serious movie. Trump is a joke one. The media thinks that too. The media thinks that like Hillary Clinton is a politician with uh like a political agenda she's got policies she has ideas for yeah like, but that, that's the weird thing that like that she's almost too political they think oh look at her with all her policies and you no think, it's it's not it's what, it's, what, what? it's like she is a politician know. and trump is a personnel is a fucking like just a socialite you know what i mean yeah. like they report on yeah. trump as if he's paris hilton circa 2003 they don't yeah, like yeah, with yeah. Hillary it's like oh Hillary's promised to do this for foreign policy oh Trump has said he's going to grab women by the pussy it's never like because he has no policies and he has never said anything or rather he said every possible thing about everything they can't yeah. assess him as a political candidate it's not even it, the debates are nonsense I've watched like in passing I've watched like uh, uh, bits of uh, both of them and they're not talking about any politics whatsoever really they're talking about what's happened and they're just question like it's just it's nonsense like it's imagine i don't know how you can really fight with trump because he'll just take it to a place that isn't relevant and then just argue that corner he'll just like start talking about fucking bears or something and you think well that's got nothing to do with anything and then he'll say well yeah but bears have everything to do with everything like i'm better than a bear and then she's like then she'll start saying no you're not better than a bear and then he'll then it's just like what is happening and you then just, he'll be like, like it's Bear with me while I beat ISIS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he'll just, and then you just, you think it's crazy. Like, oh, I don't know. It's it's yeah, infuriating to watch because some of the stuff he gets questions about, like goes, oh, what's uh, like who will go through this? Like they get two minutes each, don't they? And yeah. then she'll go, she'll go on this massive two minute speech about what policy she's going to do for this, and then mm. like we'll just cut to him as like a reply and go, oh, I've got plans. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. what are they? I've got five <laughs> plans. Yeah. Vote for me and plans. find out. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise. It's a gift. The man has given us more. It's one of my tricks. <laughs> he's given us more plans on how to sexually assault women than he has on how he's going to beat ISIS. And that's like that's the, not... lock, the whole the locker room talk thing was pretty bad. Like consider like he didn't even say it in a locker room. Like it would have made if the argument was that he said it amongst male friends at, at like a poker game. You could have been like okay. I mean, within that confinement, like someone accidentally it's, it's, recorded it's him saying never, that. It's never okay to say, but there are time. There is, there's a time Even and a place where it understands. But there's, but there's, a, there's that, a thing actually. between, like, obviously, the thing people are talking about is it's sexual assault. What he's talking about, which is obviously wrong. But there's crude things yeah. to say, which again are wrong. But it's it, you say them, it, it, you know, it, they're not. One of them is crude, and one of them is sexual assault. But he, <laughs> he's doing it on a fucking television show. Like being recorded to go out live to people. Like he's, he's doing it. He's doing a presidential It's not locker debate. room talk. It's it's yeah, exactly. It, he's yeah, the, it's like, him. 
There's the no... thing is, he didn't even mention a locker room once. So I don't believe it yeah, was but... locker room talk. Or else he would have said, this is a locker room. And I didn't hear him mention that. So I think it's disingenuous oh, to imply that it's locker room. He, had he said, like, this is, you know, filmed on a bus talk, then, yeah, it would have been true. But that's not what he said. He said locker room specifically, and that's why I'm voting Hillary. But <laughs> for real, the, I kind of think that the what he said was, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. I don't think that that means he was bragging about sexually assaulting women. I think it means that he was like, I'm so famous that women throw themselves at me. And that is... No, a... I think he's saying, is he so famous he could? Maybe that he hasn't, but he's but, so famous that he could. But I think I it's key that he said, when you're a star, they let you do it. Because, like, I know that women do that when they see famous... And, like, men do it too. I'm not saying... Because, like... Everyone knows my fucking feelings on feminism, so I don't need to reiterate that. But, like, some women in the presence of famous men throw themselves at them. That is a fact. Like, we're not going to hide away from the fact that women do that. It's true. Like, women can why, behave... Why do you think his current wife is married to him? Exactly, yeah. Like, and and yeah. it's it's a, it's a start. People are attracted to stardom, and people respect money. Like, those are just facts. Men do it, too. Like, And I'm sure most men who hate Donald Trump or whatever if they were around him in the right setting, could come around to the idea of him being all right after a conversation with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think he's a horrible, disgusting man who never learned the difference between good attention and bad attention, and that's why he just says everything that he does, because he just wants people to know who he is and stuff like that. But, like, that's not to say that if I saw him in person, I'd be like, oh, fuck you or whatever, because, like, he is a guy who's worth so much money that you would behave in a different way around him, and that's just a thing about society like so i think him saying yeah when you're a star they let you do it i think that's pretty true for a lot of like when you're in those types of circles when you hang around with the people that he hangs around with it's not like you going into a nightclub and grabbing a woman by her genitalia it's more like you being in a place where it's built around you centered around you everything everyone caters to your needs and the girls who are there will happily let you do whatever they want because they want what you've got. And I don't think that that's, you know, I think that's a little bit against the grain because everyone is like, oh, he's a sex monster. I, I'm sure, I, I don't think it's wrong to say that he absolutely, statistically in all probability, has sexually assaulted someone before. It's but, not out of the question that he probably has. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, what we know about his character, and we can also use what he said to point out that he is definitely a scumbag. I don't think that's disingenuous to say. But I don't think it's fair to be like, yeah, he's a sex monster. I, I just don't think that's apt. Because if we say that, then if we allow that to be like, well, he said this, so he's a sex monster, then we have to make so many other judgments about other people in society and stuff like that. And I just don't think that that's a good path to go down. So I think we should like ease off on the whole, he's a rapist thing until, you know, a videotape comes out with him. It's, bragging it's, a, about it's a sort of, it's sort of accusation that shouldn't be fucking flown around anyone until it's proven. Yeah. Is once you're accused, as far as people concerned, you've done it. And like at, at the same time, he said it, at a, like he didn't know he was being recorded right and like 
I, I think talk like that is disgusting and I don't like it and I don't ever engage in lad banter with any of my mates when they say stuff like that. Like, to be honest with you, that type of thing actually just makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, I'm just not really cool with it. But I've been around people who've said far worse things than that. Like, that's not to say, oh, it's normal, everyone does it. But there is a time and a place where, like, hashtag lads just think it's cool to say things like that. You know what I mean? Like... I don't think they necessarily... Yeah, no, there, 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 is, there is... I mean, locker room talk is a thing. He's not just made it up. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. It, it it exists amongst... But, it, yeah, no, it does usually take place between, like, three or four more, like, or more guys yeah. who are together. And I'm not trying to say, they, like, just, like oh, it's fine, boys will be boys, because that's bullshit. But just, it does have... Yeah, like, yeah, it's a thing we need to stamp out in society, because, like, it, it, it does genuinely make me super uncomfortable when people start saying stuff like that. Like, I really don't like it. It doesn't benefit anybody, but... It's a thing that people do, and like we kind of have to accept that that happens. Doesn't mean we have to endorse it, but if someone yeah. makes a comment like that, you can't just say, "Oh, this guy's a rapist," because it, like, sure, like I, it might be appropriating rape culture in some kind of way, but it was what he thought was a private conversation with him and a guy that he was trying to impress, and like that's just it's pathetic and it's crude and it's the sign that he's a scumbag, but I, it, it doesn't make him a sexual deviant of some kind, in my opinion. No, it's just he said something that he shouldn't have said yeah. in the confidence that no one was ever going to hear it other than those in that conversation. Yeah, and his apology was fucking terrible. He said, I'm I th- sorry. I think he's... I, uh, yeah. Go on. He said, I'm sorry if anyone was offended, which is not an apology. No, he's not sorry I, for I, what he's I done. Think, he's, like, he's, he's, he's not... What he's done. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be offended really by like crude comments because I think it just that just happens all the fucking I think time. Unless it's, unless it's directed at you. Yeah. yeah so or, like, or unless he... it exists, I think it's not the use of the word pussy that everyone is like offended by. I think it's the fact that he's bragging about sexual assault. Whether or not he did uh, like act out sexual assault, I, I think it's just that he's he's bragging about it in in a way that like. I'm so rich, I, I could. Do you know what I mean? It's not, I, I he's don't not saying... Think, I don't think it's even assault. I, I think, I think he, it's, he's bragging about that he's so powerful that women will let him do anything. I Honestly, that's... Like, I don't think he's saying I'm it's allowed to... It's like he to... thinks he's a rapper. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like he thinks he's fucking, like, Tommy Lee back in the 80s. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he's not, On like... On a fucking yacht. That, yeah, yeah that's, no, I know what but you mean. that's yeah. what he's angling towards. It, it's it's him bragging to some guy, Billy Bush, saying, "Man, I'm so famous that these women throw themselves at me." It's not him saying, "Oh, I can go up and touch whoever," because that's creepy as fuck. <laughs> like you don't say that to people when you're trying to impress them. What, what, like, you know, consent in these situations is actually like super impressive. The fact that women want to be with you, despite the fact that you quite clearly have got a skin graft from your scrotum on your face. Like, I, <laughs> it, yeah, it's I, like I, I mean, I hate, I definitely hate Donald Trump, but in this instance, I do feel like to imply he's a rapist for saying something like that is a little bit too far because once you start going down that path and start, and like I, I do agree that women's rights definitely need to be more prevalent, and we definitely need to be more aware of like sexual assault, and it's definitely hugely underreported and like that is an absolute fucking disgrace like from a society point of view but i don't think donald trump was appropriating that kind of culture in what he was saying and that's not a popular opinion but i really think that he was just trying to brag to his friend about how famous he is that's pretty much it 
It's just, it's always, it's understand, it's, we'll never understand why these sort of people do what they do. Yeah. But once you've been in that life of having people being throw themselves at you, mm-hmm. it would be hard to adjust to not having that. Yeah, completely. And it'd be, because you, because you think everyone's going to do it, you must get to the point when you think everyone's going to do it anyway, that you can't really, uh, like, decipher between someone who's just being nice to you, or just around you, and someone who's about to throw themselves at you. Yeah, and this is. Well, this... I, th- I think. Yeah. Well, th- I was just going to say Sorry. this has been. Which is life. no, it's no excuse, but. Yeah, like I mean, this is a guy who thinks he's a self-made man because his dad gave him a quote small quote small, loan seven, of like seven one million dollars. <laughs> one million dollars it was, or maybe it was ten million. I'm not sure, but like that's how he, you know, started. Was it? So... If you Google it, I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> But, <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't welcome facts on this show. We don't yeah we don't deal with facts. <laughs> but uh, we just throw out accusations. We don't take kindly to facts. <laughs> yeah, I just I I just think the 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 worst thing is that he he's not held accountable for anything he says or does. Like yeah. Hillary Clinton will be like held accountable because she's a woman. Almost guaranteed that it's because she's a woman. Well, and because she, you know, I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe it's that, but like he just seems to be able to get away with anything. I'm not even sure um, it's because she's a woman. I, I think honestly, I think it's what I mentioned earlier in the sense that just in the public consciousness, Hillary's a politician and Trump is a clown, and they're not held to the same standard because Hillary is taken yeah, no, seriously as a politician. Yeah. And not seriously as a personality, and Trump is taken seriously as a personality, but not as a politician. Like if you looked at in the pre-debate thing, CNBC or one of them was like, "Okay, here's what we need for the debate. All right, Hillary, you're gonna have to smile more. Don't smile too much. Smile just the right amount. And also, you're gonna have to show us that you're capable of making jokes. Like be funny around people. Use your hands more. Just show a bit of personality. Like and with Trump, it was like, stop lying." <laughs> Like that was yeah. like they Stop weren't like got plans. Actually, yeah. have a plan. Yeah, like yeah. that is not. They're not being held to the same standard. Like Hillary has to do outrageous things to prove to people that she's capable of doing a thing that we all know that she's absolutely capable of doing. But with Trump, it's like, how can he entertain us more than he already has? <laughs> you know, like yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. He needs more walls. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love if a uh, like Mexican fucking personality just, was like we're we... gonna build a tunnel and make America pay for it. I'd love if we built, <laughs> built a war around Hillary Clinton's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be quite something. What <laughs> make her pay illegal, for it. Quote illegal immigrants come in by plane. Uh, you are. He's he's not thought about this. Uh, not many. Um, cause What's stopping an Olympic pole vaulter making his way over? The men with guns who are, who uh, are yeah. guarding the border, I'd say. About shooting ducks. But uh, see, they don't fly. they don't fly into the country because if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, um, when Gus takes Jesse and Mike down to Mexico to leave Jesse down there and work for the cartel, they fly down in the crop duster, and then some shit goes down. Gus wakes up in that medical lab thing that was set up, and Jesse's like, "All right, how are we getting back?" And Gus is like, "We walk six miles this way, many ways back across the border, but only one way back to America." And it's pretty obvious that you can't fly back because Breaking Bad is life. 
<laughs> yeah. And everything well, in that show, as we all know, is realistic. Hmm. Um, I have another uh, uh, villain that I think would work in the right setting. Uh, and he's kind of in the Kanye mold of, is he a villain or is he a hero? Uh, but Conor McGregor, where does oh, he okay. factor in? Again, I, I think, nowhere near I, with him because he, he he's, he's, but he, he's he like does, a pin-up for people to hate. Like people don't like him, but that doesn't make him a villain. People fucking love him though. I, I, he's I think people love him, but I, th- I, I think people in UFC, like professional fighters, people do love not Trump. like him. That, that's what I mean, all. right? So if you were making a movie like the sequel to Warrior or something like, or like some movie about some guy who's a fighter, Warriors. comes from the streets, played by Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever, like him in Southpaw, that kind of character. And yeah. who is he going to want to beat the most? It's Conor McGregor because. If you know yeah. anything about UFC, you hate Conor McGregor because he's attracted all these people to the sport who know nothing about UFC. He's a weight division bully. He just never stops interrupting people and like shouting at them on the microphone and just being really unpleasant and unsportsmanlike and stuff like that. So like, if you were making a movie, he would be the perfect villain to go up against for the title at the end of the movie. And then, of course, yeah. get defeated badly in what would be a sad ending, we call it in Hollywood. But um, I think he'd work really well in that role because he just embodies that sort of persona. Like he's out yeah, he's him. the he's the Ivan Drago like character, like the almighty champion. But like he's just really annoying. But that not I guess because that's not the same. Because in the Rocky movies, like Ivan Drago wasn't like that charismatic. But you know what I mean? That character that you build up to fight at the end because like he's just annoying as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Yeah, like he's, but, like he's not as... annoying. Like he's he's like charming and like charismatic, but like like the underdog guy would always go up against somebody like that. Like that isn't a hero quality in a movie. You wouldn't have that. The qualities that you show aren't like hero qualities. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. It's so that's like, why he would be a villain. It's so interesting watching his press conferences because like he is like this like addiction for like people who have any interest in that type of thing, and the way that he. Like, people know, like, if you're in UFC and you're going up against him or whatever, like, you have to know exactly how he's going to react. Like, he's going to be spiteful, he's going to be really arrogant, he's going to put you down with, like, what, in all honesty, are fairly standard insults. And they never change, do they? No, it's, it's like, his... It's always, you'll do nothing, (laughs) you bum. He's not from Newcastle. He's not fighting horses in that. He might That was my next link. (laughs) (laughs) Like him fighting a horse. The Newcastle fan that punched the horse. Oh my god. <laughs> Real life. I've genuinely got it on my computer now. <laughs> Fuck's sake. More on him in a minute. Yeah. But with McGregor, like he's, that's what he does. And they always let him into their head. Like I don't know what it is. They just, they're like not able to see it coming or something. Like I couldn't believe it in that, in the New York press conference when um, Alvarez was just. Like, he's just so fucking completely shook. Like, you can spin it all you want and say, no, he wasn't. But then when he was like, take off those glasses, and McGregor goes, make me. And then, like, got real serious and was like, make me. And then he took off the glasses to show him how serious he was. And Alvarez just went, see, you took them off. And they just, oh, you are so pathetic. That is absolutely pathetic. Like, that's a fucking L right there. But he's, he's like, he's everything they want to be in the world of UFC. Yeah. But uh... I th- I think it's not it's not any different to what like 
Ali did in boxing like in the 60s and 70s just being so arrogant and but it, it crosses that line of like being arrogant and charismatic like it, they're fighting against each other to be like because he is a quite clearly charismatic and people will follow that like yeah, yeah. you know it's um uh but then you you yeah you press that fine line between the two i think but yeah he sells a fight like nobody has done since like muhammad ali yeah well it's exactly like the wwe had that with the, like the attitude era with like oh, the yeah. fucking rock rock austin thing like both of them were like bad guys you know what i mean neither of them were like what you would cast like a john cena character like the old good guy yeah they're, they're both, the like... anti-hero it's it's yeah exactly yeah, yeah. But um, uh-huh. Muhammad Ali was actually a huge fan of WWE. Well, WWF. Right. Fucking idiot then, wasn't he? Jack hates right. wrestling. Like, nothing Fucking I've ever seen. Fucking hell. Calm down, Jack. Yeah. It's, it's all the W's I hate. Wrestling. <laughs> West Ham. <laughs> Weird Name one other thing beginning with W that you hate. Weird people. <laughs> He's got you there. I mean, that adds up. <laughs> Not wrong. Quality. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um but yeah, Conor McGregor, what a what a great guy. Not a villain. Conor McGregor, not a not villain. Not a villain. <laughs> that says it in his Twitter bio right here, guys. <laughs> I, I think if we're like talking about like to apply to like real life villains, he's not, but if you were to have a movie where you put real life people in a movie and make them the villain, he would have to be. You couldn't argue against that. You he'd just... he'd be more likely to be a villain than a hero, I think. Yeah, for sure. It's like he almost wouldn't work as a hero because he's not quite, uh, like, unaggressively charming and wink towards the camera like the Chris Pratt hero model of nowadays is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he's too arrogant and, like, violent to be, like... There's no real, like, hero role that you could see him being in. Unless it was no. like he was like the violent sidekick guy who does violence that you explain away by the fact that he's crazy and he he's used as a plot device whenever you need him. He's the best him. friend character. Yeah. In the movie, like in the in the fight movie, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. the guy you like get away with that. Have you seen the movie um, the Ben Affleck one where he does heists with his Boston buddies? The tell. Uh, yeah. Um, the town, yeah. When he goes, Jeremy Renner, it, you mean? Is it Jeremy Renner? Yeah, where he's like, he goes into him and he's like, I, "We need to hurt some people. I need you to help me. Uh, you can never ask me why." And he's just like, "All right, <laughs> let's do it." That kind yeah. of character. He's in. He's in straight away. Yeah. 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 So uh, that was a good discussion on Conor McGregor. I think um, more on him. Never. Uh, so the <laughs> Newcastle fan who punched the horse, where do we stand on him? Hero or villain? Hero. No, hero. hero. Yeah. Real life hero. Isn't it crazy yeah. that they made a statue of him in Newcastle? I just <laughs> think is. that's out of order. You can't it's crazy, yeah. It. He deserves yeah. it, though. It's weird that he's, he's right next... He's, he's right next to the Ant and Dex statue, which is really strange. The fact that they yeah. used... I, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, alright, they, they made a statue of him, fair enough, whatever, but... The fact that they used the first check of 350 million the day after Brexit that they were going to send to the EU, but now they didn't have to. The fact that they used that check to build the, to statue, build the statue of the guy who punched the horse. Yeah. I just think that's weird. Like, I, when, and when the that, fact that it's 100 should have been done tall. sooner, though. That 2 million should be going to the NHS, and we all know it. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> well, I think the NHS can stand oh, by. What's like, more important when it comes down to it? Like... Yeah. 
Exactly. This guy needs to be recognized. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I just think it's odd that they did that. Like a 350 million pound statue in the center of Newcastle of the man punching the horse is pretty weird. I, I think men punching horses has been funny since Blazing Saddles. So I just, I, he's just a hero. The fact guy. that all the gyms in Newcastle don't have punching bags anymore. They just have horses that are like... They have they have horses, yeah. They're like dropped from the ceiling and they can't move their legs. Uh, like, I just think that's odd. I think that's a weird reflection on the town as a whole. Like, I just think that's strange. Like, that's that's not normal, I don't think, to be punching live horses instead of punching bags all the time. Again, not saying it's bad, but that's weird, isn't it? It's a step back for like animal rights. I'll, 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 that makes that's that's obviously true. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I mean, these things are necessary. They are necessary to move like, forward as a society. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Like, it's almost uh, a natural selection. Well, I think. I mean, just, are we better than horses? How yeah. Well, horses well, this is you know, power ranking list. Obviously, yeah. we do <laughs> we do science to better the species of humans. Yeah, like it's nothing to do with horses. So. In this instance, I would say it shows our dominance over that animal, even though they're bigger than us, I might add. So I guess in that sense, it does make some kind of logical uh, sense. And If you watch the video, there's a policeman on the horse. It's already been domesticated, controlled by humans. Like, Yeah, yeah I mean, we bested that horse and then we punched it in the face. Um, yeah. So. We're really showing that horse who's boss, and all horses in general. Really. There's a joke in there somewhere about how, oh, it was a policeman on the horse, so he technically fucked over a horse and a pig. Lol. In Two your, animals in one. In nice. your face, law enforcement. <laughs> That's a hit. Yeah, but um. Horse lives matter. <laughs> well, I think the opposite is true in Newcastle. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The fact that the guy who punched the horse is representing Great Britain at Eurovision, that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, yeah. he's going to be the only artist in the history of Eurovision to not actually sing and to be on stage with a live animal and boxing gloves. I, It's just weird, you know? Yeah. Strange that it's allowed. Well, he's the favourite to win. I mean, Europe is a weird place. That's why you wanted to leave so bad. <laughs> I mean, now um, that Australia compete in it, it's not leave, like it's not exactly out there. We had to leave because EU EU rules strictly state that you shouldn't punch a horse. Yeah. So forget that three hundred and fifty million quid. It's the uh, it's the horse punching we really need back. Well, back if in we, my day, we, you could punch a horse and no one would say anything about it. Bloody Switzerland telling us what to do. I. Uh, Switzerland, I think Switzerland is not in the EU. I think it's Brussels that Jack means, but we'll just we'll go with Switzerland. <laughs> Such a fucking thick English thing to say. <laughs> Fuck off. Have you ever seen Euro Trip with Vinnie Jones? What he? No, because it's a terrible <laughs> fucking film. Well, you haven't seen it, so you can't. How would you know? <laughs> when he say he goes up to like the Swiss guards and he's like, "You fucking French pricks! I fucking hate every one of you." And like goes into this monologue about how much he hates them, and the guy goes, "But we are Swiss," and Vinnie Jones like, "Well, them too." <laughs> that's Jack is that's like, why it's a terrible yeah, film. Need to need to need to activate Brexit because I fucking hate Swiss. <laughs> the Swiss are not near you. 
No. I reckon they are. <laughs> Aaron, Google it. <laughs> Aaron, you got Google it. You have permission. Just play some music in the background. No, that's not. Switzerland is a member of the European Free Trade. No, don't don't go too soon. European Free Trade Association and took part in negotiating the European Economic Area Agreement with the European Union. No, not part of EU, is it? Can Switzerland show UK route to Brexit? Google's failed me. It's not in the EU. No, it hasn't. It's just, it, it's not. We just, you just read out the thing that yeah. told us that it's not in the EU. They were in the EU, though. It just said they were in other things. Switzerland is neither yeah, because in the EU nor was, EEA, If it was in the EU, the first thing it would say would Switzerland is a member of the European Union. Bruce, I did fucking ask you in the first place. In 2001, 76.8% of Swiss voted against joining the EU. Not part of you, fellas. No, I'll you either. <laughs> well, I reckon they are. <laughs> Blow me. <laughs> Get your mobiles and laptops out. In that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> That's exactly how you sound, Jack. That is as bad as my Conor McGregor. No, it's not. Do, do your Conor McGregor. I'm not doing it. I'm not monkey. Do it. I'm not doing it. Do it, you prick. You said that you'd sing on episode no, 50. No, you prick. Fuck off. Sing, sing Katy Perry. No. You said you would on episode 50, remember you promised. No. I cannot believe you're doing this. Oh my god, he's not <laughs> up! <laughs>the end of that episode i hope you guys enjoyed it we're ending with uh the horrible crows and their cover of teenage dream by Katy perry because i think brian fallon and all of his many bands are like the unofficial spokesperson for music on the midnight hour i find that i use 
any song related to Brian Fallon just way more often than I use like any other band and stuff like that. So we can't get Jack Brown to sing Katy Perry like he promised he would. But we'll definitely get Brian Fallon to do it, and that's a pretty cool thing. If you guys enjoyed the episode, uh, please leave a like or whatever. That would be awesome. Leave a comment. Go on the subreddit. Say nice things. I'll see you guys next week for another episode of my weekly podcast. I've been El De Niro. Thank you very much for listening. Skin tight jeans, be your teenage dream tonight.